Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. My name is Robert Morrison. I'm a contributor at NinerNoise.com, and here back with me is uh, fellow Niner Noise contributor, Chris Wilson. Chris, how we doing, man? Well, to be honest, I'm sort of upset. <laughs> what is that? How did I go over what, 21, 22 hours today, not knowing that it's National No Brawl Day? Oh, well, you know, especially I mean, given my passion for <laughs> gender equality and yeah, um, it's a breast cancer awareness, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm a little disappointed for in myself. Sure. Oh, I, I mean, that's this is the first time hearing of that. So you know what I heard I'm, the first on a was a KMBR with Steve Young. Oh, oh, thanks, Steve Young. Yeah, I don't think he he wasn't the one who mentioned it. Oh well, thanks to KMBR while Steve Young was on the radio. Yeah, I learned a lot. Apparently, did you learn anything about Steve Young? Or no, I don't know. I pretty sure turned off after that because I was so upset with myself. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe I'll. It was. I think it was his birthday the other day or something like that. Yeah, isn't today Jerry Rice's birthday? Yeah, today is Jerry Rice's birthday. As we record this on October the thirteenth, he is fifty-nine years old, I believe. And still, um, he would. You know, and still, yeah, so doesn't game. So I know you didn't want to hear Ooh, that. Yes. I went there. Um, we went there already. So oh, there we it's go. Like a minute in. <laughs> yeah, it didn't take us very long at all to to get into that. Um, so yeah, so it's been a little. Uh, well, what's the word? Uh, disappointing. Underwhelming. Uh, I mean, a lot of things, a lot of words, adjectives we could use to describe. Um, what's been going on uh, for the 49ers over the last three games. Um, three, I, I mean, reasonably winnable games uh, at, at various points, you know, um, that they've played in a row and they've lost them and uh, in sort of various fashions, you know, be it losing to the Packers after not having a lead throughout the entire of the game and then having that that lead for 37 whole seconds or 35 whole seconds or whatever it was. Um, and then to dominate the Seahawks uh, the week after that, only to lose <laughs> by a touchdown somehow um, after not allowing them to do anything for a whole, basically the entire first half. And then to hold the, the, what has been uh, one of the best offenses in the NFL to just a mere 17 points and, not be able to cash in on enough of your opportunities to score more than 17 um, is certainly not uh, not the the way that we sort of saw this going. And now they head into the bye week, uh, two and three, um, with not one but uh, two injured quarterbacks uh, as uh, Trey Lance got his first start of the year. And, of course, um, that required him to immediately enter the, the 49ers injury report because I think that's pretty much how this works, right? You play a game and... 
straight to the injury report with you. Um, <laughs> not, not, not exactly what you want. Um, sprained his knee. Apparently, uh, Kyle Shanahan said it's a one to two week thing. Uh, they're going to check on it later this week, which will be basically right around the time that you're probably listening to this podcast. So hopefully you will know whether or not it's good news or bad news, but, uh, the slightly good news on that front is that they don't play another game until Sunday night of week two of, uh, of after the bye. So maybe that's, I don't know what's good or not. Here's all I got to say. Like it, if it gets to Nate Sudfeld, I, I just don't really know what, what I'm going to do. Choose back there at that point. I guess so. He really yeah. wants to play quarterback. You can tell. He does. Yeah. Um, maybe uh, that. Look from from what little I saw of Nate Sudfeld over the during the preseason. It. it I mean, Uzcheck can't be that bad, right? I mean, as long as he's running the same plays that we did this last week, then he'll be fine. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Um, yeah. So it's um, it's looking a little bit. It's it's definitely a worse place uh, than we than we expected. Yeah, we're still four and one right now, right? Um, four and one, or at least the three and two. You know, to flip it around, and you know that would at least make you you feel better about where we're going. Yeah, I feel um, like they should be. I mean, they had to go out of their way not yeah. to be three and two. Yeah. Um. And and they did. They went right out of their way. Um. <laughs> For sure. Um, now there's some sort of good news, bad news on on this front. Obviously, the the er, the the buy comes very early. This is uh, after five games, so that's that means that they will then string off uh, twelve games in a row. Uh, that's a lot of wins, as, as I mentioned. Yeah. As I mentioned last week, uh, twelve games in a row. Um, there's a Sunday night game, and I think there's maybe two Sunday night games in there between now and the end of the season question mark. Um, yeah. at least one, the, the game when they come, the game when they come back is definitely Sunday night. They have a Monday night game. They have their Thursday night game. Um, yeah. Cause no, so, actually, no there's, there's one more. Um, there is one more, but I can't think of what it is. I think, I think it might be another Sunday night game, but I'm not sure of that. And if they don't improve, there's a pretty good chance that, that game might get flexed out depending on what it is. Yeah, because they're supposed um, to play Sunday night against the Seahawks, which would be a lot of fun. Uh, like towards the end of the, it's like week sixteen or something like that, or seventeen, like towards the end. I of think the it's year. early. They, the last thing they play it's a night is the Titans. I the Thursday Titans, night. I think. Yeah, but that one can't yeah, be flexed out. Right. Maybe won't have um, yeah out. that that Seahawks game could get flexed out, if, especially if Russell Wilson is closer to that eight weeks on the recovery for his broken finger, um, or whatever he did to it, strained it or something. Um, and if it's like Geno Smith, <laughs> well, I mean, please, but yeah, wouldn't it be funny if he gets injured like the week after we play him, and then he comes, of course, comes back. Of course he did. He comes back the week before we play him. Right. Yeah. Of course. Thanks. The. Um, that, that would be how that would work for sure. Um, now the good news is for, for those eternal optimists, um, this is, uh, so I was, I was looking up some, some numbers, Chris, I don't know what, what you think about this numbers. Um, I like, so I like numbers. N- yeah, I know, uh, football outsiders, uh, has their, uh, has their schedule ranking, um, and they sort of adjust it as it goes along, as the season goes along, they have a, a, a past schedule sort of, um, difficulty i guess you could you could say and then a future schedule uh difficulty based on um the current sort of dvoa of uh, or the dvoas of the teams that you've played and, and that sort of thing um so the good news is uh that the, the the hard part of the schedule for the niners seems to have gone by right um so according to to football outsiders metrics they had the eighth most difficult schedule through the first five games of the season. And again, that's based on how the teams have performed up to this point. Um, against us. <laughs> <laughs> no, against yeah, us. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Um, and the good news is on that front is that they have the 26th uh, hardest schedule for the remainder of the season. All right. So based on the playoffs then. Yeah. I mean, so, it's it's not all doom and gloom. I know it feels very doom and gloomy because of the nature of the of of how things went. But I I, I certainly think uh, with the Russell Wilson injury and with the Rams kind of feeling like they're a little bit shakier than we than they might have seemed after the first couple of weeks. Um, 
I think the division is going to be hard uh, because unless the the Cardinals sort of completely crash and burn here, um, one team is going to do it. It's going to be them. They've, right. yeah, that's true. Uh, but they have built a, a pretty good lead for themselves that they're gonna, they're in a pretty good position to to hold serve in that case. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to get you know two teams out of this division that are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, dare I say? I would assume three teams yeah, at least two out of the division that can make the playoffs. Um, I mean, it's going to be. I mean, because if you look around the rest of the NFC, where else are the? I mean where else are these playoff teams coming from? I mean, the NFC East is a dumpster fire outside of the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, and the, yeah, I guess there are some good, or sorry, teams that aren't that good that have good records, but they won't continue. Right, right, right. That way. Yeah. Like, yeah. like Panthers. You know, and, the the sorry, Panthers are off to a pretty Panthers good start. I don't care. Bears. Um, <laughs> I think the Bears, they're getting like just totally blown out in, um, in number point, point differential. Sorry. I don't even know what they're, the Tigerian, uh, record would be but it ain't good yeah yeah i mean and that's ultimately that's the thing and and that's the thing i keep kind of coming back to is that it's it's early um and a lot of things could happen and the the niners are in a weird place right now and that's really the that's just about the only thing i can think um it's just weird it's just weird it's been a weird start to the year this is probably the strangest beginning to a season that i can remember i don't know what you what you think (laughs) about that yeah, for me, like the season was always, you know, somewhat of a question mark because we knew that mm-hmm. Lance was inevitably going to play at some point. But I didn't really expect to go the way that it's gone. <laughs> um, although, you right. know, like a couple, you know, a play here, a play there, and they're four and one. So, it's, and then we're we're still we're True. still probably worried, but and a lot less worried. Yeah, absolutely. Four and one. I mean, five and zero is in the cards reasonably depending on a couple of little breaks here and there but i mean peter and i talked about this last week there's also a reasonable way to think about this that they're like oh and five right now or one and four (laughs) so (laughs) i mean if the if the offense never really quite got going in philadelphia for example um which it barely did but they did enough uh to pull that out then we're talking about a one and four team who's not um who's on a four game losing streak after looking like they were going to be among the the top teams in the nfc after one week and then just kind of fell off the face of the planet so um see so while you're like and i know i've been thinking about this like the 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 early buy is certainly not ideal but in some cases it, it does feel a lot like this team is ready for a for like a everybody kind of calm down yeah. and, and regroup kind of go to like spring break or something Cancun, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe on the other side like that. of Mexico. That would probably make a little more sense. Something like that, yeah. I, I feel like <laughs> yeah, if, if we just sent everyone to Cabo for two weeks, then they would come back and be a different team. Now, I'm not sure maybe. what kind of different they'd be, but yeah, maybe worse take it than they, right at this point. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, you'd have to worry about like lots of other different things that oh, don't geez, have anything yeah, to do with it. Covid thing, yeah, it's been a all right. Well, there's that. Yeah. Well, and on top of everything else, like, what if you sent the whole team there? Then they would have to come back with enough time to do their like intake. Oh, stuff yeah. Don't even do that. Just like yeah. bring them back like Sunday morning, red eye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're here, ready to go. Hey, it's rock here and roll. Go. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe they'll loosen up. Maybe I mean, they'll be yeah, ready to go. I don't know. They need take, take um, shots for the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, for don't sure. really do that. That's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I, I I know we didn't I didn't uh, we didn't get a, a a like review pod with from the Cardinals game because I knew that with the buy that it was like eh, we're we're not going to have a whole lot to talk about uh, on this midweek or on this later week episode if we if we do that. So I, I, I Chris I I would like to to present you three things. It wasn't a great game, obviously, against the Cardinals, but I think there were some some positives, and I want you to, I want to get your feedback on these things. Three things that I liked about the Cardinals game. All right. It was kind of hard to find three things. Let's be yeah, honest. I'm really wondering um, what these <laughs> things are. But but I you know I'll, I'll get your feedback because I think these are like all right in your wheelhouse in terms of things that may or may not you may or may not like. 
Um, <laughs> Anger me a lot. <laughs> it may, yeah, it's either going to make you very very angry, or or you or you might go, oh okay, yeah sure, um, but probably not that last one. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Okay, so thing number one that I liked, uh, I thought the defense had a really good game overall, especially the defensive line in in terms of containing uh, Kyler Murray. We've talked uh, a lot on this podcast about how much trouble they've had with mobile quarterbacks. And really this year, um, they've done pretty well against them. Um, outside of Jalen hurts, who was, um, pretty good in that regard, but not nearly as dangerous as he was the week leading into that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, two weeks in a row with, uh, with Russell Wilson and now Kyler Murray and neither of them really, created that much complication with their legs. Um, I think inevitably uh, they could really only able to hold Murray down for so long. And, and the one time when he sort of really broke contain, um, he made him pay for it. And, but other than that, I think they did a really great job. Um, and I'm going to say something about this and I don't know that you're going to like this very much, but I think that D'Amico Ryan's is, is growing into the job. Um, I think he had a good plan on Sunday and they mostly executed it well. So that's my thing that I liked. Number one, the defense did enough. Yeah, yeah they definitely did enough. They were better than the offense, that's for sure. Um, I think that he handled Kyler Murray pretty well. A lot of it's the pass rush, which was a lot better than it's been in, in weeks past. But still, with all that holding going on, it's like how good he like. What, where does this team max out? As far as their pass rush, you know, is it going to be like a, you know, against the Chiefs where like, that's the best that they can do just because the refs won't let them do any better? Or, I mean, it's just so annoying to see like play yeah. after play after play. And then we just get called for holding on you know, like every third down that we convert. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, so that, that part's a little bit troubling. <laughs> but, yeah, but the, I agree. I still think that, and, and, and he actually did a fairly good job on um, their top two receivers, but I'll still stand by the fact that he's not very good at scheming against, he's sort of like anti-Sala. Well, actually, I mean, <laughs> other than the Packers game, <laughs> then he was like Sala 2.0. But um, otherwise, he's sort of gotten the idea of how to stop a team's number one receiver, but and, and even their number two. But once you start getting past that, he doesn't really know how to play against like spread offenses or, I mean, mm. five wide receivers. He, he's not, he doesn't have a package for that. You know, he doesn't even, right. Well, I mean, he doesn't have the bodies yeah. for that currently. Yeah. I mean, but you'll still see two linebackers out there. It's like, well, you do have like cornerbacks and safeties and stuff that you put in there. I mean, that's, that, that's what was driving me so crazy during the Packers game. Sort of. It's like, why are our, two linebackers on the field all the time when they're like five wide and you know Devontae Adams can just choose where he wants to line up and just be uncovered yeah so it's um, something he's yet to figure especially since our second linebacker is the most fantastic in coverage although he's played better than I thought that he would in that role but but he's covering way too many like high end wide receivers it just shouldn't happen so I'm just glad that I mean I thought this was gonna be a total blowout because I thought I thought that Kingsbury would be like so pass hat heavy and he really didn't I mean did he even have four wide receivers on the field at one time I think he only played four wide receivers total I'm like yeah I didn't I didn't nothing jumped out to me at, at all um I mean I think it definitely was a situation where you're dealing with a team where the nine the the plan was ultimately contain Murray in the pocket and keep everybody in front of you because this is a team that has thrived on you know deep balls and explosive plays um and i think ultimately they did a pretty good job with that by and large um and like you said they didn't get blown out which is <laughs> kind of a low bar like hey don't get blown out like uh, great job i was but, pretty sure that they were going to so oh yeah i i we i thought so as well and i was pleasantly surprised to see that they were able to hang in the game so yeah, um, yeah, they're. I mean, the run defense was good, so it forced them to pass in the ball. And Murray didn't throw many incomplete passes, but he didn't throw for a ton of yardage. No, yeah, it was like under two fifty. Uh, yep, two thirty nine. Yeah, 
to just a hair, but a lot of that was pretty late in the game because I think let it, heading into the, I want to say at halftime he was still like, I don't know, I don't remember where it was, but I think I want to say a lot of it came a little bit later in the game if I recall, but but yeah, the run defense was was solid. They only ran for ninety four yards on twenty seven carries. Yeah, Murray and the Murray only had one yard. Totally. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I can't remember was the reverse or what that they they scored on with um the one, the one wide rookie wide receiver, but uh, Ron yeah, everyone, everyone was all scared that uh yeah somehow he was like the he had the most um separation of any wide receiver this last week which I thought was mm. sort of weird because yeah um he didn't do that much yeah that one big that one big catch he made I mean the Mosley was push off or yeah um was was it Norman or Mosley I don't remember who, who it was I think it was um, who was on him yeah it, like whoever it was was just like, why did you just push me out like, like just push me with two hands <laughs> you know and and you didn't, didn't like try to get even that close to him because I mean, it was a you know total desperation pass yeah I think it was the, as of now, it's the third least likely reception in the NFL. Hmm. Weird. Per Zebra Technologies. So. That's crazy. Well, I mean, he did, he did throw right. the ball out of bounds to a guy who was totally covered. <laughs> I mean, it, this is he, true. I mean, he threw another ball over grabs. Um, was it Hopkins? Probably. Like, I don't know. One, 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 <laughs> I would just I assume. Was, yeah, one of our guys is like sort of. Didn't had no idea where the ball was. Like maybe Jimmy Ward or something like that. But yeah, I mean, all, oh, yeah, all, that all the I mean the defense played well enough. But when you score zero points and a half, it's not good. Generally speaking, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of offense, another thing that I liked, and this is a weird thing to say, things that I liked about the offense, considering it was kind of a you know less than stellar game. Um, I do like that the sort of aggressiveness that Shanahan showed. Um, in sort of making going for it on fourth down. Now, I, I do recognize there are a lot of caveats potentially in this in this thing. Obviously, new kicker probably plays into that a little bit. Um, also, the fact that they had to have so many <laughs> fourth downs because their third down uh, percentage was so very awful. Um, and you know, so I I I I am holding out hope that maybe he's turning a, a a corner on this, but I I don't know that that's necessarily true. But it was good to see, um, you know, if it was with in, in a reasonable position that, um, and within a reasonable makeable amount of yards that he felt confident in that situation to go for it. Um, and I don't know. Uh, what exactly the thought the thought behind that was, but I think it's definitely something he should be leaning into more. And I know that you probably think the same. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you on that. I mean, we think about how many more games we would have won in the last handful of years if we would just go for it all the time, <laughs> or you know, almost all the time, like we did this last week. So right. he's no longer doing absolutely horrible you know, things that are you know, that make everyone cringe <laughs> anybody in the uh, analytics community but um, yeah so I, I don't know if he's I, I'd be very surprised if he, if he got it he just probably thinks that he has a better chance that Lance in there yeah and, and, and that's back and that's, start punting on fourth down all the time so I, yeah I think that's ultimately probably true um, although there is a case to be made that now even if uh, even if he does stay true to what he's saying and he goes back to Garoppolo when he is healthy as the starter I, I think there's a pretty good chance that we are going to see more of of Lance moving forward one way or the other um, that even if he's not the, the quote-unquote starting quarterback that they'll try to work him in more frequently uh, to take advantage of, of of things and to give him an opportunity to do that and so that may result in their ability to say okay we're going to run I don't know more fourth down plays as an option to, to see about that. I don't know how that works. I don't even know if it's reasonable, but it is something to, to think about for sure. Um, the other thing that I wanted to note, Chris, did you see this? We were talking about this in our uh, Niner noise slack, uh, the other day, um, about that, the, the use check 
sneak play thing? Um, I saw the play. Okay. And I, and um, did definitely you definitely stealing that play for um a high school team? Okay. <laughs> but did you also hear that Shanahan mentioned in? I don't know if it was the press or after the game or the one later that something went wrong on that play. No, but I assume what went wrong is that he should have pitched it back to Lance and because yes. he would have gone for um, six. Correct. Yes. Um, if you now go look at it in the, in the Slack channel, I posted a oh, oh, something yeah, no, that I, somebody posted I, 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 I on, on Twitter it about times. it. I'm like, and, and oh, man. Trey Lance is a hundred percent moving to accept a pitch and uh, Trent Williams is ready to go bust up on anybody who gets in yeah, his way. There's someone else in it's, front of him too. So it was, it was going. going um, Sherfield was sort of, was the outside guy and Williams came around the outside. He, like Sherfield is as far to the left as possible. So he's outside of, of Trent Williams. And so he kind of moved inside and Williams came out and, and it was maybe, Oh, I think Elijah Mitchell was back there with him too. So I think there's definitely like a Williams kicks out. Elijah Mitchell also follows the play and yeah, he was gone. <laughs> yeah. It definitely would have been um, six. Finally, right before the pot, I was uh, texting with my brother and we were, we were just looking at this place. I have in my phone right now. Yeah. It was Mitchell in front of him and Williams. And then Trey takes a step to and, his left and, and everybody there's else one, was inside the tackle. All the defenders were in. Go all the defenders guys. were inside the tackle box. Yeah, like it was all of them. Yeah, and, and they're they're stacked up on the other side of the uh, of the field mostly. Because that was the um, yeah. which is sort of weird because that was the um, short side of the field. So I mean, yeah, he would have a hard time not scoring on that play, or at least picking up the first down, or, or getting <laughs> one yard. Yeah, I think. It would. Yeah, at the very least. Even though Juice got one yard I mean, too, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, I get. I get that it's probably a little like cutie, a little a little cute for fourth down and one. Well, so it's like running the same play you did last like two weeks ago, you know. Right, but it makes a whole lot more sense because it. I get the frustration. Like you guys saw you guys talking about it before I actually watched the game because I didn't. I didn't watch the game live, and I was like, did they really run the same exact play again? Well, no, <laughs> they didn't. As a matter of fact, it just kind of got either didn't get communicated or juice saw something different or whatever. I don't know what happened with the, what the actual yeah. miscue there I is. I figured it was an option that he had and he saw that he didn't get the first and that's why they need to put him back there in two weeks because, you know, he has a passion for it. He's not going to get the ball go. up. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to throw he's running all over the place. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's one of those things. It's, it's real, very frustrating because you're like, that's a, that's an execution thing that he did that was it against so was it two weeks ago that he did that or just last week um when he ran the actual sneak and it worked i think it was i don't think it was two weeks ago because that's the game that i thought it was i was was it the seattle game um yeah it was either last week or the or um week four week two but it's definitely on tape for the cars to see and but he but he knew that and that's why while I get the frustration, if he had actually, if it, if the plan was to run the same exact play again, then yeah, that's frustrating because obviously it's on play on on the tape, and they kind of knew what was coming. And all the more reason why it's like, all the more reason why it's like, I don't think that's what they were supposed to do. And it, the body language of everyone seems of the rest of the team seems to suggest that's not oh, yeah. what was Trent Williams happened. wanted to kill somebody and he, oh, he was, didn't get a chance to do so and he's not very happy about that he was gonna he was probably gonna be real sad because there might not have been anybody for him to block yeah, yeah. <laughs> hand it off to him and let him run the rest of the way and then you block for him there's an there's a plan right? are we allowed to motion our left tackle into the backfield <laughs> is that is that legal um no I guess if not, we but, um, <laughs> right, well, worth a shot anyway um so my my third thing um is related to to our our young uh, quarterback. Um, definitely up and down game. Definitely things that he will need to continue to work on. But like you know, sliding when he's running uh, would probably be helpful. <laughs> Which is apparently the same uh, advice that uh, Aaron Rodgers gave Joe Burrow uh, this week after the game. He told him that he was too talented and he needed to not get himself killed. <laughs> um, pretty good advice there, Aaron. Um, send him to RG three school. Yeah, there, there we go. Slide. Um, but yeah, and it was it was certainly a rough start. You know, the it, 
first play of the game, he's he's under <laughs> under duress because blocks are because they didn't handle the blocking uh, scheme uh, particularly well. It was a five on five, and somehow somebody got free, which doesn't seem right to me. Um, yeah, I guess that I don't know. I mean, uh, I've watched Al- a few times, and it does. Yeah, it looks make like Alex Mack tried to double team somebody we didn't need to. Yeah, it's from, from the look of it. I mean, unless um, he was going, I guess I think that. Um, the first wide receiver was running a slant, so maybe. Yeah, it was Debo in yeah, the inside. Maybe the plan was just to throw it to him, and yeah, I mean he had time to throw it to him without getting totally killed, but he ran for how many yards? Not fourteen. Play? Yeah. Fourteen yards. Yeah, so, I mean, out. it was definitely a okay. I understand why this guy always wants to run because obviously most quarterbacks get sacked there, or they throw the ball. <laughs> but right. yeah. I mean, he definitely has some uh, some rushing talent. So I'm glad to see that it's not just, you know, it's not totally college level you know, rushing ability. Yeah, that it's yeah, decent NFL rushing ability. Yeah, and I think he. I mean, again, he's you know he's young. He's 21 years old, and he hasn't played a lot of football in the last two years. And Forever, he's definitely right? got some. <laughs> he's got some seasoning to do, but there was certainly a lot out there that that suggests to me that there are that there is something here like some of the throws that he made were I mean he was all over the map in a lot of cases like he had some some throws that were just like wow how did he get that in there or wow how did he get the ball there and he had some like the interception where it was like (laughs) okay um Travis Benjamin not that tall um let's try not to put it eight feet over his head and right to Buda Baker he's Um, not very good at throwing on the run yeah, uh, that was sort of an interesting, an interesting thing. So next time, just you know, stand in the pocket and throw the ball instead of, and then throw it like on time, and that would have been yeah. like, and, very and, simple. And that's and these are yeah. timing issues and things that he'll have to continue to work yeah, on. But I think it's a lack of confidence. Yeah, and I definitely think he grew into the game and and certainly seemed, from my point of view, to to have kind of control and of of the of the huddle and composure in the moments and that sort of thing and. You know, started off clearly a little bit un- uncertain of himself, but as the game kind of went along, he, to, to my mind, and you may disagree, that he seemed to kind of come into the game. Um, but I, I think the thing that strikes me about him is that he didn't he didn't do so many things wrong that he that you were looking at him and going, well, you're he was the reason, like the sole reason that the team lost the game. Um, you know, if you take away some of those, those penalties that were like drive killers, you know, cause all these holding penalties and that, that sort of thing, they didn't have like a massive amount of penalties, but they had a pretty good number of penalty yards comparatively so to the, the number meaningful. Penalties. Right. It was all, it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was <laughs> a bunch of like short penalties. It was all big ones. Um, let's see what are there, what were the, the actual numbers when it was all said and done? It was, uh, seven seven penalties for 60 yards so that's all that's pretty much all penalties of the 10 yard variety which generally turns into which are you know holding penalties for the most part um and i think they had one false start on on offense too but you know they they actually out outgained the cardinals they had the ball for longer than the cardinals did they had about the same amount of of first downs it was 19 to 20 in favor of the cardinals um sure ran the ball better they they definitely ran the ball better for sure, um, and yeah, I, th- I think there there are certainly things to for, that he can clean up. But I'm also I, I, f- I find myself encouraged by the way that he played because if that's like thinking about something like like Alex Smith's first game where he threw like four interceptions or something like that and no touchdowns and it was just an abject disaster. If if that is, and I'm not saying this is definitely as bad as it's going to get, but if that is really, if this is like the worst that he ever plays, which is probably not going to be the case, then I'm, I th- <laughs> then I think that that's probably a good, nice upward trajectory. I don't know. That's just my thought on it. So there are a lot of ways that he can improve. Ever going to be doing the class half full thing? So yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> but there's just a lot of I mean it's just obvious that he's not ready to play and 
just the, his mechanics overall. And I really thought that they would be working on that with him, but he still can't throw a spiral. And it's like, you're going to continue to have drops nonstop if you throw 90 mile an hour balls that aren't spirals. You know, it's like, you know, Kaepernick threw the ball in there harder than he does, but his spirals were always tight. So it'd always be confusing as to how these receivers would catch the ball, but they're able to because they can catch with their hands and they'll catch with their bodies. And you can't really catch some of those floating passes that are also coming out of you with, you know, I'm not sure how fast, but but rather fast. Um, and a lot of the drops that he's seen are, you know, obviously these are NFL um, caliber wide receivers. You should be catching the ball all the time, but it's very difficult to catch a ball only with your hands when he's throwing it. And this, it really stops the teams from having a very high upside. And I feel like that's something that should be able to be rectified. And that's it's actually a problem that I had when I was briefly playing quarterback is, is, you know, the, I mean, same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, we're pretty much the same athlete. But oh, you and Trey, yeah, 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 for yeah sure. pretty much. I, I look at you and I say, yeah, oh, yeah. that's Trey Lance right yeah. there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Spit an image. Please, I would run the, uh, the pro day 40 if I had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but if they had a high school um, or like maybe middle school. But yeah, he's, but yeah, uh, that's right. I was calling him myself because that's what's important. But yeah, but, not, yeah. not you. But, yeah. We're, we're still talking about yeah. Trey Lance. Yeah. Right? Okay. But like, I, I've experienced that same, the same problem. It's like when you throw the ball hard and it's not a tight spiral and I you know, come from a baseball background and can't throw spirals, even though I know that Murray and Wilson, all those guys do, and they figure it out, but I can figure it out. So I would know that I need to be like, I can't throw it 100% because it's not going to be a spiral and only like elite wide receivers are going to catch the ball. So I mean, yeah, it, a lot of times he gets the ball there and and it's a drop and everyone's going crazy and I think someone was talking about you know, the rest of the team not trying was it Baldy saying like oh the rest of the team's not trying I'm like I mean, they're trying <laughs> but it's sort of difficult to catch balls like that when they're when they're not I mean there's a reason why everyone every other quarterback in the NFL throws spirals because that's the easiest way to get the ball from here to there you know especially if you're throwing the ball hard and he throws it when he doesn't like really give you know, 100% of his power behind the throw, but when he really wants to sling it in there, I'm just surprised that that's not something that's been fixed by now. That would be my lone long-term issue for him. Because, I mean, the the rest of it is just like, you hit your drop, throw the ball. You know, it's like, (laughs) there's your alert, throw it to him. And he just, and and instead he just like, goes and he bounces and he bounces and he bounces and then he throws it. And, you know, that's just something that he'll learn over yeah. time but right and i mean he hasn't yeah he hasn't played yeah, i mean so. what, 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 <laughs> what is he gonna do yeah, like, and, and like i'm not hanging on him it's like what do you expect from him like i would expect i expect him to play pretty much exactly how he's playing right now which isn't good right. but isn't horrible but he's not ready so i'd be very surprised if we see sudfield one of them will make a, mir- a miraculous <laughs> uh, recovery gosh let's, let's hope not let's hope not yeah um, i never trust the niners with who's actually injured and who's sort of injured and this maybe is and this is true. wants to go on IR and it's going to get cut and All blah, right. blah, blah, you know? <laughs> very, very, very fair. Very fair. Um, yeah, I, I, I right. agree with you. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, I, yeah. I was actually surprised. you 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 were pretty much on, and I, I, on, I, on I, par there. Not so. like, um, Ryan's, but, but he, I know, but I he, know you'll come around, but <laughs> so far, <laughs> as long as I've known you, Chris, you've not liked any of the defensive coaches that the 49ers have had. And someday we'll go like George Seifert. How do you feel about him? Like, was he good? Oh yeah. yeah. He, okay. All right. It's amazing. All right. I just <laughs> want to see how, how far back we got to go. Here uh, to, no, just like bring him back to a good, well, it's not something we had a good, like, I mean, Fangio, he's a good DC. Yeah, oh, Fangio. There yeah, we go. And even though he's, he does not coach the way that I would coach and his, you know, reliance on the front four is, is worse than than our reliance on the front four, and you know, I mean, some of the split field stuff is good, but I think of him as overall a good DC and not a very good OC. I mean, not, no. or not obviously not a good OC. Uh, not a very good well, yeah, HC. Be, yeah. How about that? Right. Yeah. Yes. So, Fair enough. Yeah. So, but you know, a lot of people, a lot of guys like that, and it looks like Shanahan might be one of those guys. Hoping he's not, but 
Weird times, man. Right. Weird times. Okay. Yep. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up, and this is probably a horrible question to end on because this could lead into a, like a ninety thousand minute conversation. And I know, look, I know that there are a lot of nuances to this question. Um, and you know, we could get into it, but just all the, all things being equal in terms of health, let's say everybody's ready to go. You know, Jimmy's done, done some leg races and his, his calves are, 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 are good. And, and you know, Trey's muscular calves too. I don't know what his deal is there. <laughs> it was Carrie Hyder. Carrie Hyder ruined him. Um, it's a mole agent for the, for the Seahawks. <laughs> They're really mole. He's on the Seahawks. So it doesn't work anyway. Um, and you know, Trey's knee is all good to go. And Nate Sudfeld is, remains on the practice Nate, squad where he belongs. I think it, um, there. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm not going any further. All right. So two, two questions and we'll try to limit this to, so that it's not a thousand year answer. So if that's the case, both, both are healthy. Who do you think will start against the Colts? Oh, who will or who should, <laughs> Either way, you want to want to take it. You can answer both if you think if it's a separate answer. Um, I'm not really sure who would. For, for me, it's an easy should if you're assuming that we are trying to get to the playoffs. We're not going to do that the way that Lance is playing right now. We might not be able to do it if Grapple comes in either, but the chances are exponentially higher that well because there's so many things that lens us will work out and you know like there's definitely promise there just like you would think of any high first round draft pick but he's just not ready to start and even though he's more exciting and I think a lot of people are like well at least this game is a lot more interesting watching Trey Lance back there I'm like I like winning like I don't care if it's like super boring I mean, if we, you know, like in the playoffs last year, we, we can run a trillion times and just never throw the ball. It's fine with me. As long as it's working. It's just when it's not working and you keep doing it, it makes me annoyed. So, right. Yes. And and not only for that reason, it's like you, you would really rather him and Jimmy leave with, with some good film as opposed to being like a castaway. If you're looking to get anything for him in a trade, and I don't know if Shane's even thinking like that, but... I think putting everything together, it's sort of a no-brainer. And then, you know, you know Trey, Trey's going to get back in there at some point later in the season, and hopefully by then he'll... I mean, he's definitely had an experience. I mean, he definitely knows mm-hmm. what it's like now to play in the NFL as a quarterback. And he knows what his problems are, hopefully. And uh, and hopefully Shanahan does too, and the office of coaching staff. So now let's fix those problems over the next couple of weeks, and play the guy who keeps winning football games. That's, that would be my stance. Well, um, all right. And I guarantee you that the, it's not the, the, the stance. The only problem with the, the only problem with the last point is that Garoppolo is, if you want to use the horrible QB win stat, he is technically two and two on this season. So well, actually he's, I, yeah, I would, he's I would started, that though. He started the, the Seahawks game, so I think yeah. that technically is. Oh, no, 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 like, I guess, yeah, like, uh, maybe from. I mean, they don't, they Again, don't, this is why it's a flawed stat, because there's a lot of ways yeah, we they can. They do keep it as a stat, but they. Um, the 49ers were still bad. favored to win that game until the Niners' second drive of the second half. So. I would still but they weren't. I mean, I, it's neither here nor there, because it's a dumb stat. It's a dumb stat anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But if you. I'm just saying, like. Technically, in the way that they balance it, he, I guess he would technically oh, no, 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 I mean, it, anyway. if you look at the number of his losses, how many of them were when he didn't even play for most of the game? I don't know. A lot, you know, because Miami and, you know, and obviously the Chiefs. I mean, he doesn't have that many losses. So it's... Um, yeah. Well, the Chiefs was like in the fourth quarter. He hurt himself. So yeah, they, well, yeah. They, honestly, they really, they were losing that game. I was there, man. pretty badly before. No, 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 it, was, it was only um, two scores because um, it would have been on the next, on, two scores the if play, they had not called pass interference on oh, yeah. Jack. But then, then they kicked the field goal. <laughs> right. So, so. I, I can't remember. If it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So um, anyway, so I, 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 he wasn't really playing well either. I mean, 
Um, this this um, is true. Um, that was, a, that frank, was a weird, you know, that was a weird game. Oh, no, you um, know, I mean, even this year, you know, he's not playing as yes. well as he can yes. play. So, right. And, and that, I'm not, not that thing like, like, Oh my goodness, he's so good right now. Like just get him, get him back in there immediately because he was just right. so lights out. But just, I mean, and historically, I think, you know, I think for me, that is the part that makes this harder um, and not so cut and dry from my perspective, because if Garoppolo had been, if they were three and one and the game that they lost was the Seahawks game because Lance came in and couldn't get the job done. Uh, heading into this game and then they lose because Lance doesn't play well, or even if this game goes exactly the same way that it does and they're, you know, three and two now and Garoppolo was pretty much responsible for their being three and O and now Lance is more or less responsible for the, the, Oh, the two losses and Garoppolo had been playing really well and, or, or at least more efficiently that basically if the, the first half of the Lions game Garoppolo had been the the player we were seeing in all the rest of the games. And then I think obviously very cut and drive, like simple, easy thing. Um, but I don't know to me, they're, they're kind of at, at this point, they're kind of two sides of the same coin type of thing. Um, Garoppolo probably, no, Garoppolo is most is most certainly the the more efficient passer of the ball right now, but he also is probably more limited in terms of what he can do outside of the that particular of the the particular area of throwing the ball that he's efficient in. Whereas Lance, as you mentioned, it's a very provides good, it's a very good summary of Garoppolo actually. <laughs> I think so. Um, whereas Lance provides less sort of security in that regard, but his what's what's the word his his ability to possibly produce the big play certainly is is a lot higher than where Garoppolo's is at this particular moment. Yeah, I guess that the fact that we've only seen it happen, well. Thing. Right, and 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 we yeah, have to we have to during the we, season. we have to call the 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 I mean, the, 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 one like the sample size caveat yeah, of course. It was out the wazoo it's, right it's now like because sixteen games it's too small too small because, sample size you know well that's true but also the fact that Garoppolo has been in for what two and a half three and a half games and Trey has played one and a half games. It neither of them has shown enough of anything so far to really indicate. The only difference, of course, being that Garoppolo is now in year nine or whatever eight of his his career, and we and that's kind of the thing that that I come back to is that like we we just we know what he is, and it's not that it what he is is bad. It's just nobody likes it. It's boring. It's just it's not it's not it's not even about the boring or the intrigue. It's just it's just. I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to 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 phrase it, which is really awful because we're talking into a microphone about things. Um, <laughs> but was this thing on? It's it yeah that yeah that's what we've been doing yeah. this whole time. Um, but it just, I mean, the other thing is is that we know you, me, everybody knows that his days are numbered, right? Yeah, <laughs> like that's pretty obvious. And I, I get your point about like not wanting to leave it with with um you know bad tape and and that sort of thing but there is the sort of undercurrent of i mean i think there's a pretty good likelihood that somebody's going to panic and like send the niners like a second or third round pick for him this offseason yeah. you know somebody will end up at a bad quarterback position and they're like well what are we going to do like well i guess you know let's go get garoppolo and we'll restructure his contract and give him an extension and yada yada. Or if you're trying to do that this year, that's the point, yeah. Right. Well, I don't, I don't think, I think that's unlikely at this point, but yeah, I mean, definitely if he doesn't play. Um, but the other thing too, is if everybody else kind of calls the Niners bluff on this and just goes, we all know you're releasing him at some point next off season. And just kind of says, we're willing to wait it out. Um, so that's another thing too. So the tape may not even matter uh, from the 49ers perspective. I don't know. It's, it's just something I, as you said that I was like, well, 
but what about? So I mean, the way that he's been set up, and not not set up in like he's been set up way, but the way that his situation has been set up is the Niners are gonna get nothing for him. Probably. So good job. Yeah. I mean, I think they definitely mismanaged this. Yeah, to a, I don't think to a, they're even trying to manage to it. You know, they're just yeah. It's but anyway, I didn't really answer the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do you funny. think? I I I think I'd I'd run the kid out there because I just think if you ever want him to get better, he's just got to get better. And I totally get like if I mean ultimately it's not my decision. I mean, it, and maybe it's not against the Colts, maybe, but at some point he's got to play a, more than just like a game and then get some snaps here and there. Oh, yeah. I mean, because otherwise we're going to do this next year and there's nothing. And then it's not coming nothing. back next year. Shane, well, Shane no, I mean, it. like, no, 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 I don't mean that. I mean, I don't mean like the QB thing. I mean, we like he's going to struggle next year. And I think I'd rather him struggle now. I don't know why. I prefer that, but I think I just do. I don't know why. It just feels like well, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's because the season feels a little bit like yeah, eh, like it's not a. There's clearly they're clearly not going to be among the elite teams in the NFL, even with Garoppolo under center. I think that's already become pretty clear. Um, even if they make the playoffs, I think there's their chances of like running the table and getting to the Super Bowl are probably pretty thin. Um, Some team will run five wide on us and we'll just destroy us yeah, yeah. I, th- I just i just don't think they're built for that yet and so i'm okay if it's if at some point along the line maybe it's this sunday or not this sunday but maybe it's the sunday after the bye and they just say you know what we're just <laughs> they're not going to come out and say hey we're playing for next year but maybe you play for next year and also hope that maybe you get a little better as week as the weeks go by and make a little push. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it, you know, just looking at it from a selfish perspective, because that's what I mean, Jenny and probably looking at it as, I mean, he, he needs to think about himself, right? And he's thinking about right, how, how's he not going to get fired? Yeah. Because, you know, after this last game, they're sort of running the people who have been hating on, on him or just hating on the team over the last couple of years. You know, they, they sort of run out of, people to blame you know because everything was Grabo's fault oh wait now Grabo goes out and now we really don't score any points at least the rookie's gonna get better oh yeah well, obviously he is you know but that doesn't mean that he's doing better, better right now so a lot of people are turning on Shanahan and you know even the analysts were like you know it's like it's taken this long to figure out that he caused some really silly plays and silly situations that he shouldn't be doing and it costs team games he's sort of been an untouchable up to this point so you know, if you're Shannon and you keep Lance in there and he doesn't do well and I mean it really depends on who he is as yeah just whether he excels under whether he'd be okay just losing like the next six games and it wouldn't ruin him for the rest of his career yeah and I just don't know that one way or the other well we shall see. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that I mean, again, given the nature, long time, you know, and that's true. I mean, but given the nature of their, I, I mean, I think, I mean, this 49ers team is miles better than those Alex Smith teams were. So I think, <laughs> yeah, like half our I think there's enough. <laughs> I think there's enough. Te- I think there's enough on this, this team that they would end up winning game. Like, I mean, I, I think, even with Trey Lance, they still beat the Jacksonville Jaguars and they still beat the Houston Texans and they probably still beat Atlanta and they probably still beat, um, you know, a couple of, I mean, I think they can still get to seven, eight, nine wins. Yeah. Like tripping and falling over it. Yeah. Even if all they do is just beat up on the, on the just awful teams that are left on their schedule. Obviously they still play the Rams twice. Uh, Arizona again and Seattle who might actually be one of those teams uh, depending <laughs> on whether or not Russell Wilson gets back uh, by that point so it, it it could be I mean obviously the whole core of this has been trying to have your cake and eat it too and that's sort of blown up in their face so far um, 
So I, yeah, I, I, I mean, I could see the case either way, but I'm kind of in the, like, like you, you tried to do it and it didn't work. So maybe start thinking about what's going to happen next year. And in the next 10 years, hopefully, and hope that maybe you, I mean, the other thing to think about is <laughs> don't have a first round pick, so who cares? Yeah, I mean, that's gotta be a big. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, we might as well win games, right? It doesn't really matter. Yeah, just do whatever. I mean, who cares? Anyway. <laughs> I mean, right now the Eagles have like the first, like ten, like three out of the first, like eleven picks or something like that. The draft started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just wild yeah, stuff. So, so Sham, he put himself into. Like yeah, we were talking about yeah. I mean, weeks ago, we, I mean, we, in a difficult situation here for absolutely no we, reason. We said, I mean, we said this from from the go. Like he's and people have been saying this. He's tied to whatever happens to Trey Lance, one hundred percent at this way, point. Way out in the limb. And didn't have so to. it it is it is in his best interest to make sure that he is as good as he possibly can be. Yeah. Um, because they're either both going to be here for the next 10, 15 years, or neither of them will be. I mean, that's just probably just the fact of the matter and they won't be gone tomorrow and they won't be gone in at the end of this year or probably even next year. They'll probably both survive as long as the other one does. I would think. Um, yeah, well, I mean, if, if Trey's bad and doesn't end up progressing, you know, say they either way, say they throw him in or they don't throw him in and he's doing about all, you know, his problems, mistakes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not good in say two years from now, I'd say Shanahan's probably gone and Trey's still here. Well, they, I mean, he probably would be, but yeah, I mean, just, just the nature of the fact that they you know? have to keep him around. Yeah. Uh, they they still have to pay Shanahan. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It could be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, so, and uh, oh, just, just please don't go down that route. Please, you know? I, I'm not. And, yeah, like, I don't have any interest in Yeah, when we start that, oh, no, I mean, not you, just us or the team. Uh, uh-uh. Yeah, it's, you know, we start off with playoff aspirations. You know, and you know, I thought maybe we were a little overrated at the time, but. We're not this bad. No, no. I think the I think the real team is somewhere slightly better than this, and I, that's why I, that's why I think you know I think the nine win thing is probably still in play here at this point. I mean, we're two and three, so we only have to win seven more games throughout the rest of the year. Yeah. Whether or not that's good enough to get in the playoffs, I don't know. Yeah, probably not. Um, not anymore. Ten ten wins in a seventeen game season at this point. Uh, so that would be what an eight and four finish. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, I mean the Niners are play. playing good on defense, and they—I mean, the one, yeah, the one thing that Grappler does bring to the table is he's going to get how you can follow whether he likes it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was uh, just watching the warmups um, against the Packers, you know, when he hadn't really done anything the the two prior weeks, it's like Grappler was just like was just all over him during the. Uh, during, you know, trying to practice and trying to get him the ball and trying to put balls on and like cheering after him and even went out to him like you know, before the game started but after that to sort of get him pumped up and you can tell that he's really trying to get him back in that mode that he's been in in the last two years so if he were the number one cal- you know, n- number one on a team caliber wide receiver then you'd be talking about this a lot differently, I think, than we are. As <laughs> when he's just sort of, you know, like, like I said before, you were like, you were opening to, up an entire different brand of of uh, of uh, of conversation here. Yeah, I should probably shut up. An hour an hour into this yeah, thing, but, but I mean, you could have um, Richie James do it. I he does right now. You know, he's just not. He's not getting the ball. He's not coming back. He's not coming back. Don't say it. Don't you dare. All right, he's still on the team technically. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's gonna flip? Anyway. Who's gonna flip? I mean, not not him right now because I don't think he can. All right, oh, Richie. Yeah, basically, I just time. want Richie back. That's all I care about. All right. We'll we'll see how that goes. But whoever you want. All right, I'm going to I'm going to call. I'm going to put this one this one to bed. Um, <laughs> this 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 show is over. We have commiserated for a long time. It's time to to end our misery. So uh, we will uh, come. We'll be back with you uh, leading up to that aforementioned Sunday night game against the Colts. Um, in the, the, the days before, uh, until then you'll hear nothing from us for the next couple of days. So, uh, don't miss us too much. Um, but 
as always, thanks for listening uh, to this episode of the Niner Noise Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. As always, check out NinerNoise.com for all your latest 49ers news and analysis. And be sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. If you leave us a review and include a question, we'll give you a shout out on the air and answer your question. And of course, share it, the podcast that is, with all your fellow 49er fan friends. So until next time, let's sound that horn, 49ers. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.